So the snippet series is sponsored by Dr. Robert and Judy Brookston in memory of her mother and wife's grandmother, Edith Goldsmith, Esther Bas Yaakov. We're up to the Apostle Kulam Ahuvim, Kulam Berurim, Kulam Giborim. We've given the background that we transitioned from speaking about the cosmos and nature to speaking about the angels. The angels are our role models for how to praise Hashem, those who've existed since the beginning, those uh, that we're familiar with, Michal, Gavriel, and so on, and the new angels that Hashem creates each and every day, represented by their shlichus, their mission, to be able to fulfill and execute on the will of the Almighty. So now that we established, we've already set up that these angels are our role model, and we admire and will seek to emulate their omdim biyira. As Rav Steinman told us, their omdim angels stand, but we're in movement. They are closer to Hashem than we can hope to be. Nevertheless, they feel yira. They feel awe, not love. And how do they prepare themselves? The angels have heard from behind the pargod what their shlichus is, what their mission is, and now we review how they do it. How do they begin to execute their mission? How do they position themselves to praise Hashem? Kulam ha'uvim, they're all beloved. Kulam berurim, they're all pure. Kulam giborim, they're all mighty. The Sefer Dover Shalom says very interestingly, there's a medrash, many are familiar, that the angels, the angels came in Kitos, Kitos, they divided themselves into groups, and they came to prosecute the Jewish people. The angels came to God and said, why are you creating them? They are entirely unworthy. They're undeserving. Man will be a failure, an abysmal failure. Why are they worthy? Why are you creating them? And the Medrash describes that the angels put forth three arguments. They said, number one, they sheker, they're liars. They don't have a loyalty to Emes. Number two, they're bali machlokas, they fight. They don't know how to live with peace. And number three, they're Yetzirah. They indulge their impulse. They follow the desire. They're corrupt in their judgment. So the angels turned to Hashem and protested for these three reasons. And nevertheless, HaKadosh Baruch the Almighty determined it was worth creating man anyway. So the Dover Shalom, the Sefer says, that's what's telling us here. The angels live their lives or the angels' very existence is the opposite of those three ways in which they were challenging the creation of man. Kulam ahuvim, the angels are ahuvim, they get along, they don't fight. There's no machlokas, there's no rivalry, there's no competitiveness. Kulam berurim, they're all pure, there's only truth, a fidelity to emes. They don't lie, they don't distort the truth, they don't justify their behavior. Kulam berurim, there's only truth. And kulam giborim, they're all mighty. Ezo gibor, hakovesh is Yitzro. While frail man, mere mortal man, has to confront the Yitzhahara, has to confront an impulse, the angels are kulam giborim. They're all able to control themselves with total discipline. So that's what we're introducing. The way to characterize the angels, and in fact, should be how we operate and exist, is kulam ahuvim. There's no fighting, there's no competitiveness. They're all beloved to one another. Kulam birurim, they're not manipulating and they're not maneuvering. There's no sheker, there's no lies. Kulam birurim, it's just truth. And kulam giburim, nobody's giving in to their impulse or instinct. They're all so mighty, they're able to overcome it. Sefer Avnei Elio says, Kulam ahuvim means these angels. What defines an angel? We said, they each have their, each have their own shlichus. They're here to fulfill a mission. So we see that these angels, they're not jealous of another angel's mission. 
They don't say, why was I sent to do this? I wish I was sent to do that. They accept and they receive their shlichus as from Hashem with no jealousy, with no envy, with no competitiveness, simply accepting and receiving their assignment and being prepared to fulfill their shlichus. There's no competitiveness. This week is the Kinnis HaShluchim, which normally takes place in New York. Five or six thousand of the Chabad Shluchim from around the world. It happened virtually last night. I think it's still ongoing. So it's extraordinary what the Rebbe was able to, to achieve was to send Shluchim out on Shlichus. And you'd think, you know, one guy got India and the other got Boca Raton. One got Hawaii and the other got Nigeria. You'd think maybe one would say, why not me? Why is that fair? Maybe we could switch. When your person understands they're on their shlichos, they're on their mission. There's no room for jealousy, there's no room for fighting. The Yosef says, The word birur is milashon zach. All are zachan and tahoran, they're all, they're all pure. Because ruchni, angels are purely spiritual, and so there's a purity. They're clear about their shlichos. They have a total clarity of why they exist and of what they're meant to do. They're bore lev. There's no other motivation. There's no external drive. There's nothing else that is complicating, but rather kulam birurim. They're barur. Says why I'm here. It's what I'm meant to do. I gotta go do it. And kulam giborim. Pasuk and Tehillim Kuf Gimel tells us angels described as gibore koach. They act with gvura in their zrizus, their alacrity, their enthusiasm. They run to do. This sentence alone captures who we're meant to be. If each of us understand that we have our own unique and distinct mission in life, that we're here to become the best version of ourselves, to make the contribution to the world that we and only we can make, then kulam ahuvim, we'd get along with no jealousy or competitiveness. Then kulam birurim, we'd be clear on what we need to do and we'd do it. And kulam giborim, we'd set ourselves to do it with zeal, with alacrity, and with a sense of enthusiasm. In these three ways, we would do well to emulate the angels.